Blog Talk Radio. Hello, listeners. Welcome to another broadcast of The Unexplained World, a world for some of us, no explanation is needed. And for others, that is why we are here. With your hosts, Edward Chanahan, a psychic medium, paranormal explorer, and author, along with Annette, who is a pagan truth seeker. The Unexplained World is a location where the border between the natural and supernatural may become nothing more than fuzzy. So enjoy. Welcome to the March 31st broadcast of the Unexplained World with your host, Edward Shanahan. It's me and Annette. Hello, Annette. Hello, Ed. How are you tonight? Good. Can you talk a little closer? It sounds a distance. Oh, how is this now? Okay. Can you hear me better now? Yeah, right there. That's perfect. Okay. Okay. You get under the antenna or what? <laughs> well, I'm going to walk out into the addition, and then, yes, I put myself more into the yard. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. Bring your coat. That helps. <laughs> I'm on the way. So uh, tonight is supposed to be double the guest on this broadcast night with Eric Vernor, uh, the event manager for Fright Fest, and John, and I hope I do this right, I get the Italian stuff. Tongue-tied, John Vettoretti, Vettoretti of Dead Rising Haunted House Attraction in Chicago. And we'll, uh, uh, John will be joining us at 8.30, but at this moment in time, Annette, uh-huh. it is just you, it's just you and me, because Ooh. Eric, who I did text, and he confirmed he'd be here. Is not here. So let's talk about in two weeks, which will be yeah. March fourth or April fourteenth. Uh, that'll be our next show, and mm-hmm. because next week is uh, next week will be WrestleMania. Sorry, folks, I got to be entertained myself, so I'm going to be watching that. And then um, <laughs> the following week will, which is the fourteenth, April fourteenth, it'll be Mark. Hagen, paranormal investigator, he's witnessed the winged creature a couple times at least, right, Annette? Mm-hmm. He has. You told yeah. me, yeah. It's beyond and me. He is, him, so actually, it's like kind of a double sighting. Okay, and he's also the, um, uh, he created a group for uh, giving back to the community called South Shore Ghostbusters. Oh, they have uh, so much fun. And they even let me come and be a Ghostbuster sometimes. I get to wear their rookie suit. Hey, you're doing more you're doing more <laughs> of these cons than uh <laughs> than I Well I've only uh, done one Comic Con. Only one. <laughs> okay. Okay. They came and helped me when I did my pancake breakfast to raise money for uh-huh. Northwest Indiana Conservation. And they came yes. with have breakfast with the Ghostbusters. What a good time we had. And you know they're as Ghostbusters, they pledge themselves 
to not make money for themselves off of, yep. you know, the gimmicks that Harold Ramis and everybody started years back when they made the first Ghostbusters. Um, right. So they say, well, when we go out and if we raise a little money, we're going to do it for fundraising. So the movie studio says, hey, kill yourselves, have fun. Works out good. Nice. Yeah. Nice. And you know what? In this field, you better find an outlet to have fun because uh, – um, it gets real old real fast if you're always constantly taking yourself seriously uh, in this field. Exactly, because, exactly. Yeah, because one thing we know, there's spirits there, okay? There's spirits out there. So I think we've, what, we've been doing this technically all together 14 years, 10 years of broadcasting, but it's been a total of 14 years from the beginning to today. Um, um. Yeah. Um, that went the thing quick. is, <laughs> yeah. Um, I got a great hero or two out of that time span, also. But, I'm getting um, some. I'm getting some too now. <laughs> oh, so you're turned thirty and you're getting gray hair. Big deal, you know. <laughs> so, but um, um, so he'll be on. The thing, uh, and I like to say that people go out and have a good time. And by that, it's like, see, I always had this problem when I'm being paid to do big events, okay? My thing is, okay, I'm paid to do that. I'm not paid to have a good time, so I'm not going to have a good time. Yeah, um, because, (laughs) you know, that's just the way it is. And uh, um, this was, I'm there to work, period, 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 period. Um, so that's why maybe Dave going out with David Kump doing the on-location stuff and that, that to me is is fun. You know what I'm saying? Cool. So, well, that, yeah. Well, when you can identify something that is enjoyable, that's what you should put yourself into then. Yeah. Right. Not enough fun in this world, dang it. No, and uh, David Kump is, uh, he's good people, so um, yeah. enjoy doing that. Um, and I'm, for those that are interested in having ratings or anything, just go to edwardshanahan.com. you find all the information. The thing I'm saying right now, I'm not taking no more readings. Uh, I'm booked, and... September, probably around September 14th is when I'll start taking new appointments um, or when I'll start doing readings or have open slots. Let's say put it that way. Open slots starting September 14th. So if you're interested, get there now and maybe book or ask questions or whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And we'll take it from there. Uh, see what we can produce. The other thing I want to say, since we got this little time, John, if you're out there, <laughs> knock, knock, um, give us a call. I got your number, John. And let me just say for the guests, I'll put it out there again, 646-787-8460. And I got both guest numbers, so don't somebody try to sneak in saying, thinking we're going to get on. Um, so I am um what is very a real bummer that's going on is uh 
seeing people going to social media, different groups. Uh, there's one out there, shamans helping those with mental illness. It's like, whoa, wait a second. You know what I'm saying? They probably really mean well, but then, oops. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Folks, don't be diagnosing because something tells me somebody's going to run into a lawsuit where somebody does something bad to themselves because they went to one of these social media things, took somebody else's opinion because it worked for somebody else. Um, maybe their sharks are upside down or something. Um, or they claim that they were. Um, you start diagnosing and giving what to do and how to do it and when to do it. Advice, medical advice. I would pretty much say you're opening yourself up for a can of whoop-ass lawsuits. You know what I'm saying? If something happens to the person that followed it. Does that make sense? Well, you know, in my religion, the way I look at things is always, you know, you must ask for permission. And, you know, if somebody comes to you who is in need, you do have to be very careful about what you say in these times. You know, there are doctors and people out there who specialize in topics like mental health issues, depression, weight loss, whatever this topic is. And those professionals should be consulted. And if you feel like you want to reach a spiritual level of advice, that's a little different, you know. How can you prep your spiritual self to get over an illness or past a disease or through a very difficult time, through grieving or so forth? So, I think that both sides could be consistent. I understand that part. I definitely yeah. do. Because, because you're dealing with the emotional. Assistance, spiritual assistance is very, very important. But try to yes. take, take the doctor, the spiritualist, you know, the psychiatrist and put them all under one roof. I agree. No, not a good idea. No. Because, number one, they're not doctors. That's the main thing that's got me. That's right. Okay. As far mm-hmm. as. Um, group type of counseling, you can almost look at, let's put it this way, you almost, like you just said, for the spiritual side and all that, uh, the emotional side, that's what you want to, okay? Mm-hmm. Unknown, you know, unknown to many, or unknown to some, known to many. I fought cancer, I've had it three times, okay? The big C word sucks, mm-hmm. big time. I even think they make a mistake of putting it on the hospital's building cancer section center. It's like, you don't have to remind me, folks, <laughs> you know, as I'm walking in. Um, but that's how I deal with things. And so, yeah, I go to the doctor because, and this was Loyola University and that, I trusted in them knowing what they're doing, Okay. Mm-hmm. I may go to friends in that for the, hey, I'm really, this sucks. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for the backup. Yeah. Sure, the support. Yeah. 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 Now, I know for sure, as, as speaking as, let's say, a patient, Yeah. often in these times, people are without medical insurance and are afraid 
to get into such great debt and to seek medical advice. So I can see how sometimes it's a little tempting to get the whole ball of wax in one, you know, in one place, one place where you feel, oh, I'm spiritually tied to this thing. I bet it's going to work because I have faith. Faith is a great healer. And for those of us who, you know, don't have medical insurance and are afraid of big, giant medical bills and trying to seek help in that way, you know, if you go to your local hospital and sit down and explain, hey, I am without the funds to accomplish the goal of this treatment, they will work with you. So if anybody who's listening is going through a situation like that, please don't ever be afraid to reach out, especially to your Christian hospitals. You know, they really, and there may be others too, but I've seen lots of nice things come out of, you know, Catholic hospitals and so forth. You know, they're really not out for the almighty dollar all the time. They're out to save people's lives. Mm -hmm. They will really work with you and to try to help get you through. And there's, for the mental health issues, there are plenty of free services out there. Friends of mine, personal friends of mine run hotlines for suicide and prevention and so forth. And, you know, and they take it beyond just a hotline you need to come in for some treatment or to get yourself into a clinic or wherever you need to go, they will help you do that. So there's plenty of, plenty of stuff out there. You just got to dig a little bit and open yourself and say, I need help. And the minute you admit that you can, that you need the help, people are there to, to give you the support. And so I, don't and let that blow you up. Yeah. Don't folks, don't be afraid to see the doctor, see the specialist, see whatever. Okay, the thing that probably upsets me when I see on social media is, oh, you go to a doctor, all they want to do is prescribe you drugs. That you know, avoid them. I mean, that is totally, and that was mental health they were talking about. That is totally, absolutely wrong advice to give anybody. Period. And you sometimes may, you have to look around to see yeah. which doctor fits you the best. You know, sometimes it's that. not just an easy, quick fix. I'm just saying for, let's put it this way, for somebody that's not a doctor or anything, it to come out and say, go to them doctors, they want to, they want, they, they just, they're just, they're concerned about making money and by prescribing you drugs. Okay. Do the, do the, you know, uh, breathe in deep and pass gas thing. Okay, to clear out your system. I, you know, I'm going to the far end, but it's also the far end what I'm reading on those things as far as advising people. So, um, and last night I did a house party with a very nice group of people, and the ladies fought fighting cancer. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. she didn't ask me for no advice. She didn't even ask how will my health be because I tell them right off the bat, I'm not a doctor. See your doctor for advice, period. And I, think I know when I I'm... read and people ask, how is my health? I will read that. And, I, and I'll say, oh, well, seems fine. But, you know, don't miss your normal checkups and your physicals and don't mm-hmm. skip out on, you know, routines that you know you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, my response usually is, you're asking, and usually there's a reason, reason you're asking. True. So take that reasoning to, we've been doing this long enough. We know there's a reason. Usually if there's a question <laughs> yeah. thrown out, there's a reason behind it. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. See your doctor. Let's go to your doctor for a checkup. 
or you know, find a doctor. That's my response. So, all right, that was a soapbox. I am sorry, folks. <laughs> <laughs> well, sometimes you feel very strongly about something. You got to get it out. And people listening might say, "Oh, that fits me to a T." I'm so glad they said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, well, it looks like we're going to wait for John to call in. How are you doing? Good. You know, it's so funny that we were waiting to speak with someone who runs the veritable haunted house, right? And well, John is the one that runs the haunted house. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. Okay. So I had a dream last night, probably anticipating this conversation tonight. I had a dream last night that I met a guy who has a haunted house in his house and people come through his doors for pay every night and get freaked out. And then he's got to live there. <laughs> so I wasn't <laughs> sure if this poor guy, hopefully he's not going to be living on his site because it was really creepy. <laughs> well, we get, we will possibly in the end of April have somebody. We may have been on him before on the show years ago. Uh, okay. Al on the farm. Remember, do, do we have a guest on that owned a farm near Rockford that the whole house was haunted and all that? And they've been, he calls, a, he calls them his family now. So, uh, wow. Uh, I, I don't recall that, but boy, we sure had a lot of shows in those 10 years. So, yeah, or yeah, more. yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we'll have him on. Uh, I'm gonna, I hope to get him on at the end of. Okay. Okay. And, uh, well, it's been long enough that we need an update, right? Yeah. Have Have you um, discovered any new haunted locations out there by you? Hmm. You know, I really have not. You know, the, the little cemetery that's here and, uh, of course, my beach. But, I, you know, I haven't really discovered. No one has told me about any. That I can think of. Okay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, not that I know of. I should put my feelers out there again for summertime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, go exploring or discovering. You know. Um, yeah. I just sent John a text and told him to call in if he wants. So uh, we'll see what happens. Okay. Well, I sure hope he's fine. Well, that's, that's Eric. Or... Eric is the one that was supposed to be calling in first. We haven't heard from Eric, so I sent the oh, message out to John to so say. He can call uh, earlier. Got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah to call in. So I'm okay. trying to multitask here, and uh, oh, good job. <laughs> oh yeah, and the mind's even multitasking <laughs> more than what I'm thinking. Um, <laughs> and pulling it off. Um, <laughs> Or at least sounding like I am. Um, yeah, you sound like it. Um, I got to tell you something. CBD. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, I take a little bit before I go to sleep, then my mind totally shuts down. You know what I'm saying? There's no running thoughts or anything like that. Nice Which and is... peaceful. Oh, I like mm-hmm. it. Goodbye, insomnia. Mm-hmm. The Good. thing is, Gentle, yeah. Like, have you heard of anybody having dreams from taking those, taking it? You know, I have. And, and here's the other weird thing. Lately, I've had a lot of strange dreams, too. And I think it's because it's that, you know, we've turned down the heat in the house, and it gets pretty chilly uh-huh. at night. So it's a little uh-huh. cooler. 
And I think that whole weird, like, getting used to the new temperatures thing yeah. is an issue also. But, yeah, CBD, I think it helps make you tired, gives you some nice dreams. Our lucid dreaming guest would probably probably knows all about it. <laughs> yeah, I should right? te- text him, see if he wants to come yeah, back and I talk about that. Him. Yeah. Uh, because the dream I hit, my, I'm not going to say sweet dreams, okay? Um, maybe oh. it's stamping into my creative side for the next book, which I hope to be a, uh, a fictional. But the, last night, since we got a little time to kill, so I'm dreaming. I start to dream. And it's always right before I wake up, which is weird. Mm-hmm. You know, the deepest state, I guess. So I'm walking out to the, you know, out to the alley. Everything's vivid. You know, alley is the alley, and the neighbors next door got their door open and their cars parked out there. And there's this lady laying in the alley. Okay. She's got a blanket wrapped around her. She's laying there. Older lady. She's got a candle on. She's got a dish with one of those white candles on her chest burning. Okay. And she's just laying there, things burning. I just look at it like it's an everyday normal thing. Okay. 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 So, so I leave the alley, go back, and for some reason I have to come back out, and uh, the car is gone. Next door neighbors, the garage door is down, and there is that lady laying there. But the thing is, the candle burnt down so much that it started a flame, started a fire. She's burning. So I call nine one one. They come out. They put out the fire. Okay. Yeah. Then they look at her closely. They put their fingers to her neck. And they say, she's been dead a while, dude. <laughs> That's the kind of dreams I'm having. <laughs> Yuck. <laughs> Yikes. Not yuck. Yikes. So, yeah. Um, well, yeah, that's kind of, that's it, a, it could have been a spontaneous human combustion. Do you remember that show? Yeah. From a bunch yeah, of years yeah. ago? Yeah. Uh-huh. And the guy explained that it was really from the fumes of a human body deteriorating next yeah. to some sort of a candle being lit or cigarette burning or something that could, poof, make the body go up. They didn't think that it actually started on fire by itself. I that was a weird unexplained one. I like that one. I remember that one. <laughs> I should see if the guy is still around and if he's added some more knowledge to his information. Yeah, because that's a scientific one, you know. Like, you have to do some uh-huh. – there's a lot of investigation that goes on by, by, by the fire department. And, oh, my goodness. There's so much behind all that. Yes, there is. Hey, you know what? John mm. has yes. read my text. So oh, should I bring him on? Good, he's on the- <laughs> oh, please. I'm so excited. Yes. Yeah, I'll bring him on. He's Okay, listeners, we have now John Vetterati. I hope I pronounced that right, John. Um, yeah, it sounds good. He, yeah, it sounds good. How, how do you actually pronounce your Italian name? Uh, Vitter- Vitteriti. 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 See, he stumbled on yeah. it, and that's yeah. so I don't feel so. Vitteriti. Vitteriti. Yeah, that's it. All right. John, okay. I'm so that's glad Italian. you came to save us from our crazy conversations. I'm so glad no. you could come. Okay. <laughs> um, glad to be here. Yeah. Glad to be on. Yeah, he's the, let me, he's the 
owner of Dead D-E-A-D, Rising Haunted House Attraction in the Chicagoland area. Also, he's going to be informing us about his YouTube channel that showcases a reality show about his about the family-owned and operation of the Haunted House Attraction. See, that's so, what got me thinking. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, uh, John, we go, you and I go back a little bit. Um, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, some years. Uh, John some years, is yeah, a great... It's been so long, I can't remember. Okay, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, John um, is a great artist also, ladies and gentlemen. Um Great artist, great makeup man, fantastic. Done stuff on sets and movie TV sets, stuff like that. Um, special effects guy, that's what probably got him into the haunted house more than anything. Um, special effects guys. Um, he has co produced um, horror movies for independent horror yeah. movies, I guess you could call yeah. it, right? Uh, right, yeah. That type of yeah. I bet and, that was uh, fun working on the movie set. Uh well we uh most of them are horror movies. There's a few just thrillers, but most of them are horror movies. Uh Frankenstein Day of the Beast, um is probably the one I spent the most uh time on. And uh God, there's so many other ones I can't even my brain's not functioning right right now. <laughs> But you know, it's, I don't know. I had Where a dream last night that I was doing movies? makeup. What, what was that? Can people find those movies? Oh yeah, you can go on if you go on Amazon Prime, and you type in uh, uh, Frankenstein Day of the Beast, uh, it'll come up. And then if you go down into like the uh, the other movies that produced by that same those same people, mm-hmm. uh, Ricardo Islas was the director. If you look, I've got probably five more movies just with him on uh, Prime. Well, uh, congratulations. Worked on and, and produced and, and uh, did all the special effects and all of them and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, congratulations. That's, uh, oh, thanks. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's, uh, <laughs> I gotta say that. Congratulations on that. Very oh, much so. Thank you. Yeah. Very much so. When did you start doing um, special effects makeup? Were you very young? Did you get into it when the uh, monsters were in black and white? <laughs> no, no, I wish, but no, I really didn't get into uh, special effects and and the makeup thing until about oh, about twenty five years ago, okay. and uh, I was probably in my early forties, and uh, okay. It was a little late to get started, so yeah. I didn't go to Hollywood or nothing like that. I oh, stayed okay. local, you know. <laughs> okay. I stayed local, and uh, yeah, that was and that kind of took me from that into the haunted house stuff, or was it the haunted house stuff first? I don't. Know. They all came in around the same time, the haunted okay. house and and the movie stuff. Yeah. Those of us who like creepy stuff kind of gravitate towards those kinds of hobbies. <laughs> right, yeah. I mean, it's it's the genre, you know, just kind of is there with, uh, they all kind of go together. Yeah. Uh, the creepiness and uh, makeup. Uh, Tell them what you do as it, far as the artistic stuff goes, too. The different type of things. Oh, uh, uh, 
I paint I paint a lot of creepy stuff. I'll have to admit that. But every once in a while, I'll paint it. something. I, I paint some nice stuff. And uh, I take it more. I, I, I'm an airbrush artist, so I've done murals on walls, uh, cars, motorcycles, that kind of stuff, besides oil paintings and canvas work. Well, I consider creepy and, stuff art, too. So, uh, Jan, yeah. You know, uh, uh, yeah. I always tell because people, what's that? Go. Go ahead. People, people always think, because well, I produce, I produce more creepy stuff than nice stuff, and a lot of people, I have to tell them that I do nice stuff, so they don't shy away from my work, you know. Because people, <laughs> yeah, not everybody like, like. Oh, it's too much nice stuff. Give me more creepy. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, and then I, then then I get the opposite. You know, people go, "Wow, he's creepy. He does all kind of creepy thing." You know, and they put the sign across over me and everything. And uh, <laughs> and I got to tell them no, I do nice stuff too. You know, I'll paint flowers and and bunny rabbits and stuff like that. Of course. Oh, good. <laughs> you know? Do you sculpt too? Did I see a couple things that you sculpt? Yeah. Sculpted? Yeah, I sculpt too. Yeah, I do sculpting. And uh, I well, create art, horror masks. What's that? If you do makeup art, you're gonna have to sculpt. Right. Yeah. I do. I end up. I make masks and prosthetic pieces for the haunt business in our haunted house. Like we create all our own uh, prosthetics for the faces and and burned arms and burnt body parts and everything. We create all that. Now, John, is there a different theme to your haunted house all the time? Do you change it every year, or does it seem like it stays the same? Uh, it's always it's, evolving. It changes. You know, but we don't like do a full changeover. I mean, if you come through one year, you you might see a few rooms that are the same as the year before, mm-hmm. and we we kind of change them as we go along through the years. So it isn't a total change because it's a lot of work, and it's oh, very sure. expensive it's to do a total change. You know, so we'll yeah. pick we'll pick you know like one or two rooms. Like this year, we took uh, three rooms and changed them for for the season coming up. And so, and then we might have the opening a little bit different, you know, and the outside entertainment changes. So we, uh, kind of feels different, you know. So you're pretty busy and, all year doing stuff. Yeah. The haunt is, uh, actually we, we start our 18 and older haunts. Um, every month we do one weekend every month. Uh, from starting in April, April 13th, we do an adult haunt where you have to be 18 and sign papers and everything because we get, uh, it's a little, it's a little stronger when you go in and dirtier. So we, we advertise you're going to get bloody and we actually do get you very bloody. So we tell you to bring, you know, change of clothes, plastic for your car seats because, you know, it's going to be a messy. When you come out, you're you're overwhelmed with a lot of creepy stuff on you. You know. So. Wow, <laughs> yeah. that's awesome. John, let people know yeah. where where you're located. Number one. Yeah. Where your website okay. is. Number two. Okay, we're we're uh, located at one thirty six twenty four South Cicero Avenue in Crestwood, Illinois. And. Uh, what can I say? Um, 
What was the other question? How about the website? Oh, website. the website. Oh, you just www.deadrisinghauntedhouse.com. Uh, or you can find us on Facebook the same way. Um, mm-hmm. And Facebook, we also have, uh, we also do a YouTube thing with Dead Rising. It's called Dead Rising Takeover. And it's a, we have a panel that uh, people sit and discuss the haunt world, the haunt business, what we do, and the ins and outs and the ups and downs. And then we have special guests come in periodically to talk with us. And uh, we film uh, our own personal uh, commercials for the commercial breaks. We don't, you know, cool. uh, use anything. We make our own. And they're kind of they're kind of creepy. They're kind of funny, you know, that kind of commercial. And, and where uh, could they find mention, that? That's on on YouTube. You type in uh, D E A D uh, Rising Takeover. Rising and, uh, Takeover. Yeah, and then that'll come up, and then you can um, see what we do there. You know. Yeah. And what else? Uh, and you mentioned the haunted house family thing. Yeah. Well, I've got. I've been doing this for 30 years and my family's been with me. So we have, we have almost four generations working in the haunted house of my family. Okay. And so we're going to do a reality show about that. It's still in the works. We're still filming. We're doing a lot of things. It probably won't come out until next year, next season. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, it'll be out there and that'll be, uh, uh, probably done through YouTube or um, a TV show, a regular TV channel. We're still negotiating with a regular TV channel. You know, okay. well, rea- re- reality show stuff. stuff. Yeah, so do I. <laughs> maybe well, maybe I it'll be on it. Amazon Prime, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, who knows, yeah. 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 So, um for those that think, hey, I want to start a haunted house, it by yeah. me and John have had, because seeing that, I like going to these places, because I've been to a few, when it's not active, mm-hmm. and kind of get right. the behind-the-scenes stuff. I, I, I enjoy right. that part. And, yeah. With uh, all the lights on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, all but, the lights yeah, are on. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And it kind of gives me inspiration too. Ideas, you know. I threw right. one out to John about two weeks ago, and um, yeah, it's on the dark side. But what the hell? Um, <laughs> Gotta be. <laughs> yeah, the um, doesn't work if it ain't dark. And, you know. But the thing is, this ain't an easy thing for people to get rolling or going. No, no. Pe- you got city people. To deal with. That's right. The main. People think that. You know, it's just, hey, it's October. Let's put up a haunted house. It doesn't work that way. There's a lot of state regulations, town regulations. Uh, Finding a place is the hardest uh, because you got to remember in your head that you're only going to be open for October. And if you want to stay in the place that you're in, you have to be there for 12 months and you have to pay 12 months rent. So you have to keep that in mind. The October haunt is what's going to pay your rent. So you got to make enough. You have to have enough capital to hold you through the through the year. 
because uh, we found that out the hard way, and that's why we have um, the, we open up once a month to do the adult one, the 18 and older. And then uh, we had a comedy club for a while that we were doing. We might put that back out. Uh, a comedian friend of mine, Rusty Dooley, uh, wanted us to do a comedy club there. It would be a personal one. It would be like 40 people or 50 people. And uh, we tried it. It was a little rough last summer, but uh, we might bring it back again. People that are looking cool. to do haunted houses, it's it's a lot of work. It's not one month out of the year. It's it's ten to tw- one or ten to eleven months out of the year that you're working and operating. your your it's a business, you know. Oh, it's I've I've been when I've been on, I've been known to to stop over there, and you're there. Right. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. During the day, yeah. about two or three o'clock. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can. Uh, it drives my wife crazy, but uh, I'm there a lot, you know. And you would think, well, you're not doing anything. Well, I'm always doing something. I do teach. I teach people how to do special effects makeup. I teach them how to do special effects, you know, uh, props, make props, and things like that. So, so I'm there all the yeah. time, you know. You could find me, and like you said, it. You stop by at two o'clock, one o'clock. Hey, John's here. You know. So. Yeah, and he's doing something when I go in there. He's just painting right. or something. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I'm always there busy. Was, um, yeah. How long did it take you to do that last room you did? The one that we got here on the. Um, oh, okay. That that room. Uh, yeah. That I had to go from, almost from that I had to do from scratch because the walls mm-hmm. weren't painted in the stone. So that took me, uh, I think if you took all the hours and put them together, it probably took me about five days, you know, which would be eight hours a day. So about 40 hours to create that. And I just finished it. Uh, actually I just finished it the other day. I threw another couple hours in there of doing some more creepy things in there. So, yeah. Yeah. And you're it was, the uh, guy that knows how to do it. So that took you even over 40 hours. So. <laughs> right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you, you first you have to come up with the the concept and the idea, and then you have to make it work. And sometimes that, you know, what you visualize, uh, when I, when I visualize, I usually draw it out on a piece of paper, you know, and make my ideas, you know, visible to, to my, myself and then uh, create them. So you have to have a creative mind. You know, you can't just throw up uh, plywood walls and expect it all to work, you know. No, because it's got to tell a story in a way, too. Right, yeah. Yeah. And you've got to be able to... Right. And it's got to be able to scare you even though there's nobody in the room. But, I mean, there'll be people in that room, but you have to have that, wow, this is creepy place room. And so you create that you create that with lighting effects, you know. So yeah, there you go. And of course, throwing blood all over the place helps. Yeah. John, how many how many people come through the tour and wind up, you know, falling over from a heart attack or freaking out? <laughs> well, and there's got to be some. <laughs> yeah, we we haven't had anybody have a heart attack. Knock on wood. Oh, thank heaven. <laughs> uh, but we've had people that don't even get our rules room. Will we read the rules? Oh. They can't even get past that. 
Oh no! <laughs> because it, it's a yeah, I know. It's a uh, it's a church. It's a small church, and we have pews in there, and you have to sit there, and you have to <laughs> listen to a priest uh, talk really weird to you, and read you the rules, and then there's a big giant. Well, I can't tell you what's over your head. I don't want to give it away. But okay. going into the next room is when people go, oh, no, I ain't going. Let me out of here. I ain't going that way. Nope, <laughs> I ain't going. And we have to walk them out another door. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, so we're my. Prepared. Yeah. <laughs> don't that yeah. sound that's up your alley in it? Uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, we have, a, we have an alley in there, too. In, in the haunt, we have a, an alley between buildings. And uh, that guy that works in that, uh, he mooches money, and sometimes he gets enough gas money. So it works. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. But the adult ones, uh, if you're going to come through the haunt in an off season, come through our adult haunt April 13th, and then the next one, you know, on our web web page and the uh, Facebook page will be announced, you know, the next date in uh, in May. April thirteenth is your it's adult haunt, right? And April 13th. what time will it start? What time will uh, it start? starts at eight o'clock? And okay. be prepared to. Um, it's entertaining. I can't say it's like, you know, it's not like those some of those other uh, severe haunted houses where they make you eat crappy food and they trap mm. you in rooms we don't do we, we trap you in rooms and we make you eat things but that's not really bad food just messy no i'm just yeah. kidding <laughs> no eating i hope <laughs> well you can if you want we get people that'll do it i mean you know we'll tell them to chew chew on this heart and some people go, oh cool and they want to eat the heart so we let them do it you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah and we 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 have torture stuff, and we've had people for the adult haunts that, you know, there's a girl there with a whip and a paddle or whatever you want. And, and, uh, sure, get some volunteers. Yeah, there's people that want to get spanked. So I tell the girls, you know, if they, just spank them, and, if, you know, they sign papers. So, you know, if they get a sore butt, that's their business. So, so. <laughs> they sign themselves yeah. away, huh? Yeah, yeah. We don't get yeah, too many of those, but I'm not gonna, we do. I'm not going to say what it is, John, because you told me what the how it plays out. But um, right, right. Yeah. yeah. Anybody that wants yeah, you to get know out how it plays there, out. Yeah, yeah. They may wish they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so it, it's a lot of entertainment. It's a lot of fun. I mean, we don't get too many people that get bad, mad because they know what they're going to walk into. So. How many people do you have participating as far as working, um, let's say, during the regular season? Regular season, we have uh, we have probably have a family of about uh, 28 or 29 people because we consider ourselves a family because we do uh, off-season stuff. We went, we went bowling not too long ago. We got one guy that's a midget car racer, so he works with us, and so we'll be going to his place this summer. So we have about an average on and off 25 to 30 people working there October, because not everybody can be there at the same time. So mm-hmm. uh, it flexes the, 
the amount of people working, you know, flexing. That's a lot of people. That's a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. And they all love scaring people. I mean, that's yeah. what they love to do. So, you know. I would still like one day to volunteer to play a part. Well, I would. Uh, Ed, we're on the radio. Yeah. And now everybody here, Ed, he said he wants to volunteer. Yeah. No. Yes. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna make him come out one day, one day yeah. and I'm gonna make him volunteer. I'm gonna make you our priest. Cool. Would oh, you work he in the priest room? Priest. He'd be perfect. Yeah. Now if you do it nice. as an adult haunt, you get to take a chicken foot, a real chicken foot, dip it in mm-hmm. a goblet of blood and put a mm-hmm. mark on their forehead with the bloody mm. chicken leg. Oh, and you like, get to yell at people. You get be like to, Bloody Wednesday instead of Ash Wednesday, huh? Right. God, right, yeah, be like that. Right. Nice. Thanks. I would have um, never said that. <laughs> <laughs> That's like no priest I ever saw. <laughs> All right, yeah. So, huh. I may take you but up on I'm going to hold you to that, Ed. I'm going to hold you to okay. that in October to be a priest. Fantastic. Just one, I would, one uh, night during the I, weekend. I would enjoy that. I really would. Yeah, I'm I sure really you would. would. You would make a good so. priest. <sighs> okay. Put a big big uh-huh. scar across one eye and uh, paint you up a little bit. You'll scare the heck out of people. Maybe not this world, but maybe another world I'd make a good priest. Your world. How's that? Okay. Okay, my world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Annette, do you have anything you want to ask? No, but I'm, I think I'm uh, dying to get over there to uh, check it out. Oh, sure. Yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The it's been plug- a long time I've been through one of those. Actually, you guys can... Well, I, you know, you guys can stop over anytime and see the behind-the-scenes stuff before we yeah. get started. Uh, that might make me more apt to actually go through when the lights are off. <laughs> sure, yeah, right, exactly. Oh, I know what it looks like with the lights on, so then you want to see what it lights off. and then, uh, Right. Yeah. Well, you know what, Annette? I still have to yeah. have John guide me through it because I get lost. I mean, even oh, with yeah. the lights yeah. on. Yeah. It's, it's, like, it's designed to it's designed to confuse you and not know which way you're going, coming or going. Sometimes we have what looks like a dead end, and it's not really a dead end. It just seems like one, you know. So yeah, how, always, the typical the typical tourist who comes through from the start to the end, how long is that? Uh, on average, yeah, uh, for the regular haunt, uh, about ten to twelve, maybe fifteen minutes. Oh, okay, okay, that's tolerable. Yeah, it's not. It's we, we're not super. We're not one of these super haunts. It's uh, it's a smaller haunt. I would say medium sized haunt. And yeah, uh, oh, ten minutes is we, good. I'd be good. At yeah, that. We, we we entertain in each room. So is in like you're walking through, you know, and then you just keep walking. They kind mm-hmm. of. Even they kind of block you in the room, not really hold you there, but they we do hold you there, and they entertain you. They do a whole thing in a room. Each room is different, and each room is entertaining. So the people don't just jump out of corners or crawl out from underneath the bed or anything like that. There's an actual uh, things happen in the room while you're there. God. If that makes sense. And the nice thing about John's location is he's got a nice big parking lot for 
cars. Oh yeah, huge cars. parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. There's so, always plenty of parking. Yeah. 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 So that's the nice thing about that. Yeah. So the and here's the cool thing, Annette. Um, one yeah. time I was there, and he told me that, and it was during the season. Uh, and John was telling me he had schools coming there for tours. Sure. Yeah. 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 We have uh, we have bus loads of uh, school kids, uh, mostly teenagers, or in in that age, you know, the teenage age, uh, high school. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're funny to watch. Uh, they can rip your haunt to pieces because they get so scared and they run in a bunch and they just slam <laughs> their way through. You know, they don't even look. They, their eyes are closed or, and their hands are over their eyes and they're holding the person in front of them. And uh, it's always fun. Of course, we have to pick everything back up after they leave, but it's still fun. You know. And are you soon entertained by it? At this stage, as you were when you started. Oh sure, oh yeah. yeah. I I get antsy all year round. I mean, I'm just I can't wait for October to get there because that's what uh, I love to do. My sons do, my daughters do. Everybody in my house, my wife, we this we look forward to, you know, getting to October. You know, to, mm-hmm. you know the makeup it if you've ever been uh, behind the scenes of a stage play it's just a haunt is the same way uh it's massive running around and craziness getting makeup done costumes on checking the lighting checking this and checking that it's the exact mm-hmm. same thing every night yeah. before we go on so it's so you get butterflies and everything else just to entertain the people so yeah nothing beats Getting up on a stage in one way or another. Nothing beats it. Right. Uh, yeah. If it was like when I did pro wrestling many moons ago. Sure. To, yeah. Uh, yeah. It was a while yeah. ago, yeah. Yeah, many yeah. moons ago. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, nothing yeah, beats there's, that. Uh, there's, there's no. an adrenaline rush. There's, uh, oh, yeah, definitely, yeah. 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 Sometimes I get a little crazy because I'm doing makeup and I can't get to see where everybody's going and what everybody's doing. So, you know, I'll leave the makeup room and I'll just take a quick walk through the haunt and make sure everybody's (laughs) doing what they're supposed to be doing, you know. Then I hurry up and get back and and do makeup, you know. How far in advance if your your performers have to be there, I should say actors? Um, Oh, before before starting? mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, before... uh, Say we, like for the adult haunt, we open at 8 o'clock. Uh, I want my people there at 6 okay. to get in makeup and and my the guys that come in, the crew comes in and that work on the fog machines and the lighting and make sure everything is in place and working. And then uh, I have uh, one, two, three, I had like four or five makeup people and they need to get everybody done and ready. So oh, you got that many makeup time. people, huh? Wow. Yeah, and wow. I have I have myself, and then I have yeah. uh, my my head makeup girl, which is Cheyenne, and then we have three apprentices. They're just getting into it. I've had makeup makeup people leave, so I I replace them with these three three girls that work at the mm-hmm. month that want to do mm-hmm. the makeup. So 
they'll be it's like an apprentice program for them. I've been working with them during the winter. They were coming to my house and learning how to do cuts and bruises and and uh, blending and makeup. You know, so yeah. So you're so, you're always working. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm always working. <laughs> yeah, I can't. Uh, Right now is the only day I'm relaxing. I've been relaxing, waiting to do this all day. Oh, cool! I was, oh, was going to be. Yeah. I was nervous. You know, I was, oh my god, nervous I'm be on the radio. <laughs> yeah, oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're doing fine. You're doing fantastic. So. Thanks. Um, yeah, doing a great job. Um, and that pretty much runs it all. I just work off the cuff, but um, <laughs> so. <laughs> um, well, John, that is. April thirteenth. Okay. What day is that? A Saturday or Friday? Uh, it's a Saturday. It's a okay. Saturday. Too bad. <laughs> Eight yeah. o'clock. Yeah. Eight o'clock. Saturday. Yep. Um, the adult. This is the, you. You must be eighteen years old. This is or yeah. Older. You have to be eighteen and older. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, because uh, take it to the extreme. So right. That's yeah. why. Yeah. yeah. That's why they yeah, need we get you to the, be eighteen. Right. Yeah, we don't well, want. Well, same thing that. with me doing uh, seances. You know, don't be sure. pregnant, don't yeah. be under eighteen. You know. <laughs> oh, so that, that reminds me. Um, I want to pick a day with you to be on our uh, Dead Rising Takeover show. Okay. Okay. As a guest. As a guest. Okay. And one, right. uh, uh, I'll talk to you about that, and because we filmed that on Tuesday night. At the haunt. All right. And it usually the show runs about twenty minutes, so you know we're not there that long. You know. Yeah. We just get, we're we're set up to do it. So. And the nice thing uh, I would, would imagine, knowing you, that at least when you have the guests on in that, there's nothing scripted. There's nothing like that. It's all. No, 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 no scripting. Yeah. We just. Yeah. A little guideline, similar to what we're doing here. You got a little guideline, mm-hmm. and then it, it's you know whatever comes out comes out, you know. And yeah. who's the who's the young lady we're talking with? What's your name? Annette. 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 Mm-hmm. Uh, would you come on the show with Eddie that day? Sure, I would love to. Okay. Thank you. Okay, that would be awesome. Yeah, we. I would love. I would. I like one. to. <laughs> you're the good-looking one. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> This, this way we get a little, we like, I don't want it to just to be about the haunted house, you know, mm-hmm. and what, Ed, what you do, Ed, I know what you do. So that would be really super interesting, you know, mm-hmm. to be in the panel and have the questions and everything. So I thought that would be cool. So uh, you and I can talk and we can figure out a day and uh, yeah, we got come out there and uh, shoot it. Mrs. Annette comes in from Indiana, so uh, oh, okay. gotta, yeah, we got to figure out a day and schedule and oh, all okay. that stuff. So yeah, because right, it's at, it's at the haunt, it's at the haunted house. Yeah, so, right, Chris, well, that's easy enough. Yeah. I can figure that out. Yeah, sure. Yeah, and yeah. she got she got back scenes. She got a back uh, with the lights on. She could go roaming around. So she got. A oh tour yeah, we can. Too. Yeah, get a tour. Sure, not a problem. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and, I you, I, and I pr- and I and I promise you I won't put any creatures out there to scare you because they know you're oh, walking through. Oh come on! Um, no, for, well, okay. <laughs> let's, let's, 
I, I can't promise you that. That okay. I can promise okay. I won't scare you, but I don't know about my people. They just okay. they kind of like like to just go off and scare people. So I better know what I'm getting myself into <laughs> if I come out for a tour of a haunted house, lights on or not, right? <laughs> right, right. Yeah, it's could just get kind of mentally be prepared for it, you know. So. I'll sign the paper, you read me the rules. <laughs> right. <laughs> and ladies and gentlemen who are listening to this program, the nice thing about his location is it's right off of 294. Boom. Yeah. Yeah, just a Real couple miles down the road. Easy access to get to. So give the yeah. address again. Uh, one thirty six, twenty four, South Cicero Avenue, in Crestwood, Illinois. In Crestwood. Next to the wait, let me finish. Next to the McDonald's behind the Sprint. That's how we always use it. See, then you all walk into McDonald's all bloody and say, "We're hungry." <laughs> <laughs> We're hungry. <laughs> Yeah, we had this is a funny story. Better yet, better yet. See what I'm. This is what I should have been doing. Ideas. (laughs) Better yet, going to the drive up. Okay. (laughs) Oh bloody! Well, I I got a funny story for you that you said that the first year we were open in that particular building, one of our giant clowns, outside guy, bloody, got a big steel hammer. He walks over to McDonald's to the drive-through and licks mm-hmm. the window of the drive-through. Sweet, sweet. Yeah, well, <laughs> wait. They called the police, <laughs> and and we they they were going to arrest our clown for licking the window. Oh, jeez. Uh oh. They didn't do it though, but they yeah. had to come out. The cop, the the officers there are really good to us. They come over yeah. and they talk with good. us when we're open and watch, so we don't have any problems. So, but anyway, yeah. I had to get that story in there that you made that thing about <laughs> going through Clown, the drive through. Well, he do, did. But yeah, don't be a biohazard, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. John, thank you very <laughs> yes. much. I'm, I'm right, actually happy we we were able to extend your time. Uh, Sure. It's been, I appreciate it's been that. fun. It's been fun. Okay. So all right. Uh, thank you very take much. Take care and uh and we'll thank you everybody out there that's listening. And Dead Rising Haunted House. Type right. it in on Google or on Bing and go search it for it. Okay? Right. And uh, right. you'll enjoy what they do. John, thank okay. you very much. All right, thank you, sir. Take care. Bye bye. That was fun. Okay, that, now I've got to go to the haunted house. I've got to go. Yes, it's yes. been a long time. I got almost got my nose broken in the haunted house once by accident, and I have Jeez. been. Yeah, it was just an accident, but I've been you know, hesitant. Right? <laughs> yeah, I've been hesitant to try it again, you know. But yeah, it's something like John helping me lead the way. I'm sure I'll get over my hang up. <laughs> okay, we got we got 15 seconds, listeners. Thank you very much. Annette, thank you. This worked out fantastic. And two weeks from now, the 14th, we will have John or Mark Hagen on to join us. Mark Hagen, yeah. Thank you very much. Good night, all. Blessed day. Bye-bye.